morning. I want to thank you guys uh, for the opportunity to come and speak. I don't really do this kind of thing. I got the call from Tom, and uh, and uh, I knew you wanted something. Um, but when he asked me to do this, I was pretty taken aback. Um, but um, when an honorable man asks you to do an honorable thing, you know what do you what do you say? So um, yeah, so here I am. Uh, just glad to be with you. On the Lord's Day, I'm excited about what Jesus is doing in, in all you guys' lives. I'm excited about what Jesus is doing in mine. Um, he never never leaves me behind. He, he always takes care of me no matter uh, what I do. So anyway, um, yeah, like Eric said, I, uh, I grew up here. I go to community church. Um, I've been involved with, with youth um, a lot more previously than I am currently. But um, yeah, and... Uh, always been blessed by by the the way Bethany and community as far as youth work goes have worked together um it's just blessed my heart and it's blessed God's heart the, the unity that uh you know still goes on today with Val and uh and Quincy doing an awesome job at a chance to to go on a trip with them the great escape recently um they're doing an awesome job you know some of you guys don't get to see see that in action, but, uh, but they're really doing awesome, and I'm just blessed by... Can you dismiss the kids? Oh. Sorry, I forgot. That's all right. Okay. Let's dis- dismiss the kids. <laughs> yeah. There goes half your audience. Well, yeah, the attentive part anyway. Um, yeah, so, um, you guys, I just want to just um, honor Tom just for a second. Um, you guys are blessed with a, with a great pastor, you know that, but a great communicator, passionate follower of Jesus, and just excited about his faith and excited about um, just helping people in their walk. Um, yeah, he's awesome. Um, continue to pray for him, not just his health, but as your pastor, continue just to um, intercede for him and, and lift him up and, uh, you know, to seek God's best for him and... Uh, you know, don't be afraid um, to minister to Tom. You know, sometimes we put put pastors like that. You know, sometimes we put them on a pedestal and and uh, and think you know they you know they can minister to me, but you know who am I to minister to them? And the humility is good, but you know who is any of us to minister to anyone? Um, you know, it's all it's all the same. So don't be afraid. You know, Tom gives you get a word for Tom or. Or you just want to go up, put your hands on him, bless him, you know. Don't be afraid to step out and, and minister to, to all your leaders um, in this church. So, yeah, don't let that hold you back. Um, yeah, okay, so review. You guys have been doing a little uh, series so far called Having the Time of Your Life. Um, this is the fourth week of that. I listened to, to a couple of the podcasts I sat in last week on it, and, uh, and yeah, it's good. Um, just a small, short review of, of what Tom's been talking about. Um, week one, life is too short. Uh, life's too short to put off what really matters. Um, his takeaway from that was to make one day, two day, not to put off things, but to do it and take care of them now. Um, life's too short for anyone to feel unloved, so... Love the unlovable. That's what we're called to do in Christ. 
is to love the unlovable. Um, we need Christ's love in us to do that. It can be difficult. Uh, the unlovable can be difficult to love, but that's what Jesus in us does, is love the unlovable. That's, that's so close to God's heart is, is um, the unlovable, the, the, the people that um, this world um, can disregard and, uh, you know, throw to the wayside. That's who Christ's heart um, is for, is to really reach out to them and, and help them. So anyway, love the unlovable. Third point was uh, life is too short to live unsatisfied. Takeaway from that was, t- um, you know, to help Jesus, have him help you make, um, make Jesus your everything, not your something. Um, we too. Um, stopping what's stopping you. This, this message, listen to it again. Um, Tom's core message in that is powerful stuff. Um, to get over the things that, that hold you back. His illustration, I think, was a chain. Um, and you're chained, you know, the illustration was that you're chained to something. But to give that up and to um, help, have God help you gain release from those things that, that chain you and, uh, and hold you back. Um, so, yeah. Week two. Oh, yeah, that's what we're on, stopping what's stopping you. The three points from that was to own your past, uh, to recognize that, uh, that you have a past, that you have bumps in your road, um, things that you wish you weren't there, but they are. Um, to own that and not to, not to retain it, not to hold on to it, but to recognize it. Um, and then in that, give it to Jesus. Um, to to let, let him take that sometimes difficult for us to let, let him take those things that hurt us, but um, give it to Jesus and receive new life, you know, and that's, that's the exchange, um, you know, there's a song, beautiful exchange, it's beautiful for us to give all our junk to Jesus and accept his righteousness, um, it's beautiful on our end, uh, you know, it cost him his life, but uh, that's what, that's what, that's what he um, came to do, and that's his sacrificial love for us, so uh, week three was bucket lists. Um, and bucket list was about looking at the reality of, turn- or of eternity uh, with Jesus and how that should change your viewpoint, how that should change how you live and how you value things. Um, and my one takeaway from that, I was in the back and I didn't catch the whole thing, but um, my takeaway from that was Tom says, tell everyone you love them. Um, I love you guys. I don't... Uh, you know, I'm not perfect. My love isn't perfect, but uh, you know, I I want what God wants for you. I want the best for you, and uh, and I'm concerned about your welfare. That's that's love for other people. You know, I don't know a lot of you. I don't have any any feelings or affection towards you necessarily, but I love you in that I desire your best for you. So, um, yeah, that brings us to this week, week four. Having the best time anytime. Um, with that, uh, let, me, let me say a quick prayer, and then uh, we'll jump into our scripture. Father God, thanks so much for uh, yeah, this time. I pray a blessing over, over all the hearts uh, in this room, God, that you would uh, teach us, that you would uh, open your word, and uh, yeah, just uh, anoint our minds and our hearts to hear what you had to say for us. God, and uh, yeah, we desire 
to know you. We desire to strive after you. We desire to follow in your footsteps, God. Um, so yeah, take this time, use it for your glory, God, and uh, yeah, fill us up with uh, with usable knowledge and uh, and a heart change that that can affect our world. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so um, our scripture this morning uh, is Ephesians five fifteen through seventeen. I apologize. I don't I don't do all that great stuff uh, back here that Tom does. You know, like I said, Tom is a gifted communicator. Um, I'm just a guy that pounds nails, so um, this, this will be a little more simple, you know, and, uh, and I'm afraid, I think I'm going to stay behind the safety of this table instead of, you know, getting up in your face a little bit like, like he does. But, uh, but yeah, our scripture, again, Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, I'm going to read it. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. I'm going to read it one more time. <clears throat> be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Okay, so Ephesians... Sorry, struggling with this little thing. Um, okay, Ephesians, Paul. Paul wrote that uh, while he was in prison. I'm not sure if he was in a dark, dank cell or if he was more under house arrest, but, but he, was, he was confined and, uh, and he wasn't able to, to do what he loved doing, which you know we, we read in Acts and stuff. He just loved going out and... Uh, and preaching to people, loving people, getting to know people, and frankly, I think he had a had a had a desire and love to travel. You know, Tom was talking about bucket lists and how how many people's bucket lists are um, they include travel, seeing you know whatever different place happens to appeal to you. Um, you know, so God's bucket list for you could be travel in a missionary sense. You know, and that's how I feel. Paul was he enjoyed, I believe. The travel. Um, but so he's trying to make the most of his time even though he's confined. You know, and that's what we're talking about is having the best time anytime. He's trying to make the best of his time. And he does that by writing an encouraging letter to the Ephesians. He doesn't have any like big doctrinal issues that he's trying to tackle like he does some other times. He just, you know, they're on his heart. I'm sure he's praying for him, and he wants to write him this encouraging letter. So that's, you know, that's how he uses the, his time is to, um, you know, do what he can from where he is, even though, though he is uh, confined. So, um, yeah, with that, just going to go through sort of uh, sentence by sentence and just to talk a little bit about our verse. Um, the first part is, be very careful then how you live. Um, <clears throat> We're expected to examine our lives. We're expected to step back and, and, and check, give a you know, diagnosis of, of how we're doing with this thing that we call Christianity. Um, you know, it's hard to be objective when you're doing it for yourself. Um, you know, so that may include involving other people in uh, helping you examine your lives. Um, and it also, also involves 
asking the Holy Spirit to come in and examine you. Um, and that, that, uh, that could be a hard thing to do. If you want to hear from God, if you want to practice hearing from God, ask him to reveal sin in your life. Uh, you'll get an answer pretty quick, I think. But, uh, but he will help you, uh, show you, you know, what you're not being careful with and, uh, and how, you're, how you're living your life, you know. So um, that's be very careful with how you live. Next part is not as unwise, but as wise. We all want to make uh, wise decisions, I think. None of us want to make good decisions that, that put us off in the ditch and, uh, you know, run our lives off course. We want to make wise decisions. But left to ourselves, um, on our own, we, we don't do a bang-up job of that. You know, we don't, do, we don't make the greatest decisions um, all the time. Um, when we're when we're on our own, when we're on our own, our decisions are just based around ourselves. You know, how can I make more money? How can I get a nicer car? How can I, um, you know, be more popular? How can I, you know, be better looking? Um, and anytime that's our focus, that's uh, that's not what God has for us, and that's unwise to, to make those decisions um, in this little bubble of yourself. Wise decisions, uh, from God's point of view, I think, is, uh, is how do I help another person? How do I help them get a better education? How do I help, help them put food on the table? How do I help them uh, with what God's called them to do? How do I facilitate others' ministry? Um, that's a big one for me. Um, I don't, like, I don't like being in this position. I like, I like being, you know, in the back or whatever, trying to, to be behind the scenes, facilitating other ministries. Um, you know, so that's, that's a big one is, uh, is how, do I, um, how do I help others and facilitate what God has asked them to do? Um, but one of the reasons God, I think, has got me up here is he showed me a while ago that the best way to minister to someone, the best way to, to, to serve someone is to know their job. Um, the best way to serve someone is to know their job. You know, you can, then you can, you know what they're going through. I got a lot, a lot more compassion for, for people that, that have to do this every week, you know, trying to um, just put something together and, and see what God has and all that. You know, so I have more compassion, um, for people that, that get up here and do this kind of thing. So the best, the best way to learn how to serve someone is to know their job, and then you can, uh, yeah, understand what they're going through. Um, yeah, anyway. <clears throat> the next part was uh, making the most of every opportunity. Some translations say making the best use of your time. You know, and that's what, we're, that's what we're talking about, is making the best use of your time. Um, you know, in the light of, of eternity, in the light of, of God uh, giving us the time that, um, that we've been given. Matthew Henry, um, in his concise commentary, he wrote, Time is a talent given us by God, and it is misspent and lost when not employed according to his design. You know, that's what we're, dis- that's what we're discussing, is, is, is the gift of time. Um, you know, the talent of time, um, 
that, that God's bestowed on us. Um, you know, as far as our earthly lives go, we, we have a, a finite amount of time. Um, we have a finite amount of time to do what God has called us to do uh, here on this earth. Of course, you know, we are eternal beings, and, and as long as we know Jesus, we get to spend eternity in heaven, but we do have a finite time to do um, things during this, this church age, if you will. Um, so we need to make uh, the, the most of that time. It brings me to verse 17. Uh, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Um, the good thing about what this says here is that, that it's possible to know the will of God. You know, and that's encouraging to me to know that God is, is willing to show us his will. We don't have to guess. Um, we don't have to, you know, be in the dark. You know, we don't, have to, we don't have to try to appease God through Jesus, but we do want to please God for what he's done for us. And, and we don't have to guess how to do that. God's revealed to us in different ways um, what his will is and, and how we can accomplish that. Um, you know, there's different ways uh, of doing that. Uh, the most concrete of which is right here. You know, your Bible, very concrete stuff. Um, as far as, you know, some very sp- specific things that, that God um, has asked for us. But um, in a general sense, the Bible reveals God's character to us. And through that uh, screen or whatever, you can, you, can, uh, you can jump into a certain situation. And, and by knowing God's character, you can know, um, you know, probably what the right thing to do is, you know. By knowing God's character, does he, does he um, love or does he hate? Does he uh, give or does he take? You know, run whatever you want to through that. You know, does he, does he neglect or does he, you know, give attention to? Um, you know, and so we know that, that God is good and we know that he has good specifics in his character that, uh, that should shape our character in knowing what the will of God is to do what we're called to do to help, to serve, uh, you know, to bless, to get outside of ourselves, and to, uh, to help people. Um, but, but the one specific thing that I'd like to talk to you about is, uh, is knowing the will of God by being intimate with God. God wants to, I believe in this morning, wants to realign um, our relational intimacy with him. Um, that's what we're created for. That's what, that's what God desires. We have a lot of tasks before us as a church, as the church. Um, but, um, but our highest calling is intimate relationship with God. That's what he desires. That's what costs Jesus' his life. That's, um, that's paramount to us. That's first. Um, that we take time to relate to God intimately. And that looks a little different for all of us, um, you know, but, but I think we all understand what it, what it can take to be intimate with God, but, but do we um, invest in that? You know, that's, that's um, worthy of your time. That's the best way to spend your time, to make the best of your time, is to really press into God, 
to know God. And God knows you, but it's up to us to press into God to know him more and deeper in that green and growing vital area that, uh, you know, that we can come face to face with God, you know, and, and just be changed in that. And, uh, and in that, you know, we, we, receive, we receive from God in that for what we need to do the other things that, that we're talking about. We receive the power to, um, you know, to go out. Whether you want to evangelize, whether you want to be out there praying for people and looking for miracles, whether you're interested in social justice and lifting up the downtrodden, whatever these things are, um, you need to be in that intimate place first in order to, A, get what you need to accomplish those tasks um, as far as just uh, strength that comes from God in those places, but also um, direction, insight, that type of thing, um, ways to accomplish it. You can glean those from God, you know. Um, and we go before him and we ask him for those things, but, but you're going to be better off if you seek his face first before you start seeking his direction. Um, and that's what God desires. That's what, that's what God wants is intimacy um, with us for, for a variety of reasons. Um, so that's really it. Um, it's just, just about um, knowing God personally, deeply, um, and just, I've spent, I've spent um, quite a bit of time trying to develop an intimate relationship with God, you know, and that's what it takes, is time, um, and again, i you know, I'm not perfect, and I'm not always um, closely, um, walking with God as closely as I would desire sometimes, but but that's the best use of your time is to, to just um, do what it takes. Do, do it the way God created you to do it. Um, you know, if you need, you know, maybe some practical steps, you could, you could flag me down um, later. But um, I think we know how, how we're designed to do that. We just need to press in. And uh, anyway, so I want to pray over you guys, um, no matter where you're at, you know. I'm not just talking to backslidden people who have no intimacy with God anymore. I'm talking to all of us that, um, that we need to take another step up and, uh, and find, find that next level of intimacy. So, um, yeah, if, uh, if that's you, if you want to take the next step in the level of intimacy... Um, go ahead and stand up. Um, I'd, if, if, I was sitting, I'd, if I was sitting right now, I would stand. I would stand because um, no matter where you are, I want to take the next step of intimacy. So um, I think it's for all of us, you know, wherever you are, whatever, um, whatever life has you going through, intimacy with God uh, is how to know his will, and that's the answer for you. So so if anyone, um, anyone wants that, stand up. Thank you. Um, I'm going to pray over you guys, you know. And I'm, I'm going I'm to pray over myself too that, that God would help us be 
intimate with him. Father, I thank you for, for the hearts uh, and minds, the, the beloved people of you that are, that are in this place, God, the desire um, to take the next step of, of intimacy, God. I, I believe that you want to um, realign us um, with, with just a valid um, green intimacy with you. And so by your spirit, God, I just ask you to come um, and, and fill, fill your people up, God. I ask you to, um, yeah, help them make time, help them uh, get, get with you and understand how, how we can relate to you, God. I just pray, um, yeah, that this week um, we would value you and, uh, and give ourselves over to intimacy, knowing that you are a trustworthy God, and in that intimate place, you will not hurt us, you cannot fail us, and uh, you desire uh, just to grow us in that and to love us in that. So uh, I'm thankful and expectant for uh, just what you're going to do in bringing uh, a next level of intimacy into our lives. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you. I appreciate you letting me come up here. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you.